Hello. Hello. Uh, episode 41 of the Bobbycast, brought to you by Blue Apron. Thanks, Blue Apron. Uh, guess who will be on episode 42? John, John Oates. from Holland Oates, yeah. So, uh, we want to come and do a short one today because last night was our iHeartRadio Music Awards. And so, not so much talking about the show, but I think it's cool because we get to be part of the cool kids group and sit right down there with all the cool kids. Yeah. And it, it, on my Snapchat, if you watch, like I was sitting one table away from Justin Timberlake. One table away from Ed Sheeran. That chain smokers like a table and a half over. There were a lot. I mean, it was all right there. And it was um, a cool. First of all, the ratings were up like 33%. I just got the news, which is great. And so um, it was a cool show. Man, we were out there for three days. And also, I, I was on a. I did a red eye last night. I don't do red eyes ever. Because I'm like cool. Cool people do red eyes. Like, I'm going to take the red eye. I don't even know what that means. I just heard it on TV, and I would have to take them from L.A. to New York a couple of times in my life because it would be like, you have to go do an event in Los Angeles and fly to an event in New York. And that was the only red eye I'd ever took, and that wasn't even really a red eye. But I took a real-life one last night, and so we had to get back in time for the show this morning. Here's a little behind-the-scenes, and if you're listening to this, then you're one of the hardcore listeners, like so you get to know behind-the-scenes. So Amy and I, there was um, a slight... Uh, emergency. So we were supposed to fly out this morning and come back and get back about 1 p.m. Something happened. We had to go get on a flight at 11 p.m. or so and fly and get back into Nashville at like 4.15. So what we did is we recorded the first two segments in case we weren't able to make it back in time because Amy checked it back. And <laughs> I guess I can't get annoyed at Amy. She's a girl. And that's her excuse about checking bags. She's like, listen, I have a lot more stuff. But if it had been like Lunchbox, I'd be like, dude, why are you checking a bag? <laughs> but so it was like sometimes you can't predict when her bag would come out. So we recorded the first two segments in Los Angeles right before we left from the studio in case we weren't able to get back to Nashville in time because of whatever reason. Well, we got back in time. And we got up anyway, and we got to the studio, and we are like, oh, we have the first segment recorded anyway, and it was, wasn't much. Was I saying, hey, welcome back. We'll tell you about the iHeart Awards. And our safety valve ended up screwing us in the booty. Did you hear what happened? No, I haven't. So as we got back and did the show live the rest of the day, that first segment said, hey, we're still in Los Angeles. So it sounded – yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> so we're not smart enough to realize that we said that. So a couple of listeners today were like, hey, your first segment of the show said you were still in L.A., but the rest of it you were back in Nashville. And so that's the behind the scenes of what really happened is we recorded the very first part of it in case we were late, and then we were idiots and didn't pull it down. We should have just went on the air. Yeah. But we were like, we already got it covered, and so we'll let it be. But we didn't, and we're stupid. <laughs> so but there, we have safety valves for things like that. Like if it's going to be really close, we'll record a segment. That's what we get for over-preparing. That, <laughs> yes, that's what we get for being like too worried about the product. That's how worried we are. <laughs> but yeah, we were, we were going to make it back in time, so we actually went to a studio and did um, – Two segments, and we cut the second one, but left the first one. So I took a red eye last night, and I try. I, there were no window seats, so I sat in the aisle. I always sit on the window, and I've, I always fly Southwest, but there was only American at that time. Southwest doesn't do really overnight flights, so I sat on the aisle, and I tried to sleep, and I couldn't lean my head against anything, so that was difficult, and. Then I was crammed because we were in like row 43. 
It's crammed into these seats. And I'm a tallish guy. I'm over six foot tall, so I'm on the taller side of things. And so I'm crammed into the seat, and my leg is just barely in the aisle because I have no room for my feet. And so every time I'd fall asleep, somebody walks through going to the bathroom, bam, rams me. I got no sleep. I probably slept three times about 20 minutes a time on a four-hour flight. So I was, I was miserable. Got here, did the show. And then, you know, you do the show, and you get a second win. Then I slept. Just ran into yoga real quick. And then uh, now I have a, a work dinner to go to. Um, so it's been a pretty busy day. But that's my – oh, oh, oh. We're going to talk about this on the show tomorrow, but in case you miss it, ugh, this is the funniest thing because I haven't been able to tell the story yet. It'll be on the radio show tomorrow, so you'll hear it then, Mike. <laughs> but we're in the airport. It's 11 o'clock, right? And Amy goes, hey, I have to go to the bathroom. And it's just Amy and I because Lunchbox, he didn't need to get back, so he was just taking the next flight. Mm-hmm. And Amy goes, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll meet you at gate 46 or whatever. It's out of LAX. I'm like, cool. She comes running in a sprint to the store that I was in. I was buying some almonds for the flight. And she goes, guess who's walking down there? Guess who's walking down here? And I was like, oh, she goes, Derek Jeter. And I'm like, really? And I see this big Louis Vuitton <laughs> bag and like, like like a bodyguard escort coming through and walks uh, walks by Alex Rodriguez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's not Derek Jeter. <laughs> Close. It actually is close. Like that's the only saving grace that, that because they did play for the same team. Yeah. They did play one spot away from each other because Jeter played shortstop and A Rod played third. They both, you know, whoa, it was close. It was so close because so. And I, I, I put that on my Snapchat last night. Did you see that? I did. Okay, see it. it was late. We were at the airport late, and so I put that on my Snapchat last night. Really late. And someone was following me on Snapchat. My name is Bobby Bone Show. And they said, hey, that's nothing. Once I saw LO Cool G and yelled, hey, Puff Daddy. And I was like, that's totally different. That's not, that's not, it, it. First of all, Amy didn't yell at them, but she did come running over. And she did, but to give her credit, she did recognize the baseball player. Yeah. And again, you can't get any closer than the same team. Mm-hmm. They're not the same ethnicity. No. They're not white, I guess. But, yeah, uh, she was like, there they are. There he is, Derek Jeter. And walks, Alex Rodriguez walks by. <laughs> so uh, there was that. And that was after a night of, of the iHeartRadio Music Awards, which we will talk about for a bit. But I've got to give a, um, like, a shout-out to Lunchbox because he took his wife and the show's advice and bought clothes that fit. Mm-hmm. For years, he just wouldn't wear clothes that fit. No. The thing is, he's going to start wearing clothes that fit, and the style is going to go back to being baggy. <laughs> because you're already kind of starting to see that a little bit. And because what happens is, like, hip hop culture kind of takes and rolls downhill. And so they're back to wearing baggy things. And so if, I, I think in like three years or so, we'll probably all be wearing baggy things again. But uh, I thought Lunchbox looked really good. You could tell it's uncomfortable with somewhat fashionable clothes because yeah. that's just how it, that's just him. <laughs> and his hair was like gelled up, and he was like, "Look, he's like, I'm ready." I felt bad for him though because he was wearing the same shirt that Elvis Duran was wearing the day before. And I was just like, "Oh man, like he really tried." And like his cool shirt, it was a cool shirt, but his cool shirt, like a guy we were hanging out the day before, had it on. 
just a pre-game a, shirt. Just a, yeah, as a pre-game, yeah. But I thought lunch did great. Like he looked great. He did. Um, we sat at the table, and you know, we get to these red carpets, and I complain about red carpets all the time. I hate doing them because nobody wants to talk to me. In Nashville, it's a little different, but when I, when I'm in LA or New York or Vegas or anywhere that's happening an event, like they have, and they shouldn't. Like I'm just a in the country music world. I have my place, but in like the world world, nobody cares. They shouldn't care, but still, they insist I walk down this red carpet. It's like they're walking me through junior high. It's like okay, mm. I'm gonna take you back through junior high for about the next hour, okay, no, where nobody do. wants to talk to you. <laughs> And you're going to feel like a fool and ready, go. Until they take me to the first place. It's like E! News. E! News doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> so we get there before the red carpet even opens. That's how unimportant we were. We're like the warm-up. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure the cameras or microphones were on. And so they're walking and the publicity girl, it's like, here's the card. What happens is they hand the person a card before you get to them. That's what's supposed to happen. But we were so, the first ones on the carpet. And Amy and Lunchbox weren't even talking. They were just standing back, and I was doing the interviews. Is that they handed the person the card right in front of me. So the person's like studying the card right in front of me. And like, Bobby Bones, radio show host, author, stand up comedian. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm here. It's just, and it was like six interviews in. I was like, can I please not do this anymore? And so I went down to the end, and I got to switch it up and started doing some of the interviews. And so, in a setting like that they don't really know country artists mm-hmm. and the country part was a small part of the I Heart Radio Music Awards it's probably the smallest even though it's the biggest format the smallest part of that kind of show when I say biggest format uh, the most radio stations you know in the country uh, our country um, so we go and I see that uh, I knew Kelsey Ballerini was going to be there but it was so crazy that I didn't see her until the show so I text her sitting at my table and there are probably 40 tables. And to be down to the tables, you kind of have to be of some substance. Either an artist, a manager, a record label head or exec, or one of the pillar talents inside of iHeart. Meaning, The Breakfast Club is the main hip-hop show. We're the main country show. Uh, Elvis Duran is the main top 40 morning show. Uh, Enrique Santos, Spanish language. You know, so they're all that, – that's who was down there radio-wise. So there wasn't any pretension about taking pictures. Everybody was cool. Like you could go up to anybody anywhere and be like, hey, got to take a picture. And everybody was like, sure, because everybody felt like that everybody was somebody even if they didn't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Like this is like somebody i got to be nice to. Like people were talking to Miley Cyrus. Hey, Miley, can a picture? She's like, sure, why not? Chris Martin, yeah, come on. Let's take a picture because they didn't know if there was like a label guy or a manager of another artist. And so – Everybody was just cool, and it was the neat environment to be in. And I didn't want to geek out, and I only went up to one person. I went up to Sean Mendez, of all everybody that was there. <laughs> and I remember seeing him. I've seen him over the years a bunch of times, but you know he was a, that kid from Vine, and now he's got like stitches. And I mean, Sean Mendez has big pop songs that I know what you did last summer. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh, he has Mercy. Oh man, like I like Mercy. He, he's the only one that. This is Stitches. Yes, this has, yeah. That was like, hey, dude, can I get a picture? I thought that I've been hurt before. He's really nice because he thought I was somebody important. I didn't but no I had no idea I wasn't. Left me quite this 
Your words cut deeper than The thing is, this kid's like a really talented musician. And his stuff comes out and it's so pop. And you think, ah, oh, just a pop star. But he's a really good musician. This is that I Know What You Did Last Summer. With the girl from... They used to be in Fifth Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he has that song... The only reason I really love him is he has a song called Ruin. And it, it sounds like a John... It sounds like Gravity from John Mayer, really. Like, So I went out and I was like, dude, this song's my jam. Like, I, I listen to a repeat. And so I was like, hey, get a picture. And then it was a whole awkward thing where she, I thought she would have her phone and she didn't. So my phone was in my pocket. And I was like, oh, fucking douche. Yeah. But he was cool. He was cool. It was good. Do you think And so me? we're there. Here's the behind the scenes thing that happened. So our table's one table away from Justin Timberlake. Like on my Snapchat, I, I show where Justin is sitting. Like literally the round tables, like if you were at a banquet hall. And Justin Timberlake's table's right there beside. And Timberlake wins the first award of the night, which is the – Maybe song of the year? Yeah, song of the year. For Can't Stop the Feeling? Mm-hmm. And so he goes up and he accepts the award and he gives this speech. It's really cool. And he's like, hey, if people don't think you fit in, screw them. And, you know, uh, I was also, you know, what they called a, a sissy boy from Tennessee, you know, be different. But that was really cool. And then it was over. Peace out. Whole table left. Like, whole 10 people at the table. Gone. So he was out. So he was there for like six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Did his thing, got his award. Peace out. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up no sea. But he has that shave thing going on, the shave thing around his head. Because you know what? He, I saw it at the Grammys when he came out. Like he has the bowl, oh, yeah. the shave. But Jessica Bill wasn't there. But I didn't talk to him, although I could have. Like we were literally at one point probably six inches from each other. I just want to bother. I don't want to bother him. And everybody was bothering him, but he didn't seem bothered by it. He was only there six minutes, so he's like, all right. Well, before the show, he was there, okay. you know. But, like, even Ed Sheeran came in. And Ed was at another table right beside me. And Ed I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet. Although my heart is Ed just chilled and talked to everybody who came up to him. Last night you were in my room. Ed's been on a radio show before. You don't forget about that sometimes. Ed came in. I didn't know what he played. But he came in. I know he had like a Florida Georgia Lion like half cover. But he Maybe Lego House? Or maybe? Maybe Lego House. Yeah, Ed came in. Ed's played our show before. So saw Ed. Chainsmokers were sitting. I don't really have a lot of it. I'm not really into the chain smokers. Like everybody is. And I love all kinds of music. I'm just not into the chain smokers. Are you? I mean, I like closer for a minute. And that was the number one song for three months. Yeah. But So I get that song. I don't know, I've just heard like weird things about those two dudes. But you know what? If I were young and super rich and Super famous all of a sudden I'd probably be doing crazy stuff too <laughs> Is this the Chris Martin song? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I thought this was cool I love Chris Martin I love Coldplay I love that Chris Martin went into the, to the crowd And yeah. made the mosh pit <laughs> I talked to Chris Martin for a second Because we were chest to chest As everybody was During commercials You ever watch like the Golden Globes And it shows the cutaways during the commercials mm-hmm. And everybody's like up talking to each other Yeah yeah that's what this was like. So as soon as commercials, boom, everybody's up talking to each other. Boom, 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 boom. 
And so as everybody's trying to get to the table, Chris Martin and I are up like chest to chest trying to get by each other, but we can't because there's no room. And he had just finished. He had just come off. And I was like, hey, man, that was really great. He was like, hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. He said, it's the first time we've ever done that, like, like this. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. And again, I think he just thought it was somebody. <laughs> so I felt obligated to have a cop. But who cares, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess at that night I was. Everybody was it was just awesome and nice. Somebody I can miss. They, um, oh, Katy Perry was really pretty. Like, she looked really good. She looked really good. And it's probably been eight or nine years since I've seen her in person. But she's, yeah, she's really pretty. This is a uh, chain to the rhythm. Are we crazy? She did this to open the show. She stayed the whole show. You know who also sat next to was Halsey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I did a creepy Instagram. We took the elevator back. I saw that. <laughs> and I was like, first of all, we sat beside each other, probably six seats away. And she was wearing a belt as a top. And then we rode the elevator up to, to leave together. We're probably six inches away, and I Snapchatted just her. Like, just, that was a creepy Snapchat. It wasn't like of her body of anything, but it was like yeah. the back of her head. But she was, we were probably like crammed into the elevator together. So, yeah, it was, and she was enjoying it. She stayed the whole show. And I was um, nervous about Thomas because whenever you put a country artist, you hope everybody just pays attention because they don't know our songs for the most part. And so Thomas did a really good job of star of the show. He sounded really good. It was a live performance and he sounded really good. Like Ed sounded really good. I thought Ed's thing was um, peculiar to me about the Ed performance. It wasn't Shape of You. But when he came out and did Castle on the Hill, I've never seen Ed with a full band before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden the scream, and Ed shares playing with a full band. I'm like, wow. You know, he just plays by himself, but the song is so big sounding. I'm on my way. Gotta thank Blue Apron for helping us out because this thing wouldn't be on without Blue Apron and their support. And I, the, the reason Blue Apron and I even got together the first time on the radio show is because I was using it so much and talking about it. And people were going to the site going, hey, I heard this on the Bobby Bones show. And they were like, what? And so I say it because I use it. Blue Apron, first of all, they, they send all the ingredients for these meals to your house. And they tell you how to make them and they're pre-portioned ingredients and they're meals you would never make. I would suggest going to their website and looking at all the things they have to make. BlueApron.com slash BobbyCast. Again, BlueApron.com slash BobbyCast. Check out this week's menu like I'm talking about right there because there's some crazy stuff that you'll be able to cook no problem. Three meals, your first three for free with free shipping. BlueApron.com BobbyCast. It's affordable, less than $10 a meal. Blue Apron delivers them in this box right to your house. Pre-portioned ingredients, delicious home-cooked meals, flexible. They have a card, too, that actually tells you how to make the meals. So thanks to Blue Apron for sponsoring the BobbyCast. But go now, three meals. BlueApron.com slash BobbyCast. So there's that. Anything that you saw, Mike, that you had questions about? Because um, it, was, it really was a good award show. Yeah. It moved fast. It wasn't three hours, which I was super pumped. These award shows, these Oscars, these grand, these that once they're announced as three-hour shows, I'm like, you gotta be kidding. That's what I say. It was perfect. Like, it was two, two hours, hours. Everything just belted out, and then bam. It was like, and I get if you're a huge country fan, you get lost and you didn't know some of the people were because mm-hmm. I didn't know a few of the people were, and I was like, oh. and even the red, while I was walking the red carpet, I didn't know some of the people were. I I thought no, like. Miley Cyrus has a couple of sisters, I guess. Yeah. 
because she has a sister in Nashville that's older, and that wasn't the one that was playing last night. Noah was the one last night. What was the song that she did? Do you know? I don't remember what it was called. Okay, there's something called Make Me Cry online, but that can't be it. But... 82 million. One friend left yeah, so close. No, that's that sure. It was the guy Labyrinth. Yeah, it was make me cry. It was make me cry. Yeah. Oh, it didn't say Labyrinth on here. Uh, so yeah, she was wearing heels that made her six foot four. Yeah. <laughs> so she was walking through and just towering over, and everyone was like, "What?" And she looked just like Miley did. Uh, I went in the trailer. So, like, I know Thomas, and so. And depending on when you hear this, we're going to announce on Thursday of this week that Thomas Rhett's going to come play a full concert on our show for our fourth birthday. And so you may hear this a month from now and it's over. But so we went – I went and saw Thomas in his trailer. He had finished rehearsing and I just finished walking the carpet. And so I went in and saw him and Laura's wife and she was – she's finally like openly pregnant. And so, yeah, that dude's – I mean he's like precipice of being a big he's – he's a star in country – but like, there's that hard A tier to get into, which is the Luke, Aldine. It's the people that are always up for Artist of the Year, you know, the Entertainer of the Year group. Mm-hmm. Carrie, Blake, Urban, Blake. Like that's the A tier. Dirks has crept up into the bottom of that A tier now, and Thomas Rhett is like right there, about to hit it too. So it's really cool for him, um, and still really. As normal for that, because he's a young guy, still pretty normal. I thought Florida Georgia Line was kind of. I, I just think they made it. They made country look kind of dopey last night, because they came out. I don't know. What the, I, they've changed. Like the one had long hair. Now the other one has long hair, and they have huge songs. And I think they make their music good, but now they're doing this whole image thing. And they came out and they talked real slow and they laughed at a joke that didn't work. And I was like, oh. Like, they're judging us based on our three appearances. Thomas Rhett, Kelsey Ballerini, they both nailed it. Mm-hmm. And at Florida Georgia Line, I was like, oh, man. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. We're, we're counting on you here. But, yeah, that, that we almost had it. Like, country almost had a clean sweep, <laughs> which is being awesome last night. Um, so, yeah, it was good. It, I, I thought the whole thing was really well put together. I'm glad the ratings were great because that means that they're not going to be like, hey, you didn't do enough on social media. <laughs> um, it was, the red carpet was awkward. The show was great. The red eye back was just dreadful. The overnight flight was just dreadful. The sh- there's some backstory there on how the show works. If we think we're going to be cutting it close, we will record a segment. Um, so we did, and then we screwed up because we were like, hey, we're still in L.A. Like, idiot. I don't know why. I don't know why we did that. You don't know why we cut that segment like that. We should have just said we're in Nashville. Nobody would have known the difference. But... We air because we're human, yeah. and we're human because we air. <laughs> uh, any performance last night? You, thought was, you know that Big Sean? I yeah. Said, I, so I met Big Sean like five years ago, and I was like, you know why they call him Big Sean? Why? You know I told me, this is why I told because this is when I was doing hip hop stuff, and I was like, hey, what's the deal? What, really, why Big Sean? He goes, my penis is big, and he didn't laugh, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> And that's, I don't know if that's true, if he was just messing with me, because I saw him backstage in an event in Vegas, and we were doing an interview together, and I, asked, I was like, hey, why? Because he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's because my penis is big. I didn't name myself that. 
It's like interesting. So now every time I see him, I just imagine this dude up there rapping with a gigantic penis. <laughs> That's all I see. And he's up there and he's killing it. But all I see is a guy with a gigantic ding-a-ling. <laughs> I'm just like, huh. Like, like, I wonder what he's – there was always that question. And I've said yes. Like if you were taking a whiz at a urinal next to Shaq, would you peek? I've always said yes. And I would look on the sly. Because I wouldn't want Chad to get – he's a huge dude. I want to like to beat me up. But I would want to see – Did it? does it match his body? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. It's, it's science. I always said I want to know for science. And I mean if a guy's named after it, Big Sean, you got, if you got a little curious. If, if, if Big Sean and I were in the name. urinal, I would <laughs> – yeah, I'd probably look just to see. Because he told me that's why his name was Big Sean, because he had a big penis. So now anytime Big Sean, I see anything, all things that are penis. Every time. And it, it, he could have just been messing with me. Um, that's it. Anything that, that comes uh, through from you, Mike? Uh, I was able to spot you on TV because you kept posting snaps of Fat Joe. And when oh, I saw yeah. Fat Joe, I was like, okay, Bobby, it doesn't have to be around there somewhere. Fat Joe is one of the first people in. He came in when we did and just sat down at, and ate. You saying and I just <laughs> I didn't say anything to him, but lunchbox was like, it's Fat Joe. And so yeah, we, we were right beside Fat Joe. I'll tell you too what was awesome and to go to the iHeartRadio Music Awards, like all the I have friends that do morning shows in this company and they're friends and we go and we get together and there's absolutely zero sort of competitive resentment at all. Like, Charlemagne the God is really one of my friends. Like, he, he's probably the closest person I'm to outside of our show in any sort of work, professional environment. Like, we probably talk once a week, and that's why I talk to some of my friends. But we have a lot of projects that are very similar. But, like, me and the Breakfast Club, like, I'm doing a, a TV show with Angela Yee that I'm producing right now. Will it get picked up? I don't know. Pro- I think this one probably gets picked up. Probably. But, so I'm close to them. There's nothing competitive about hanging out with those guys. Elvis Duran, the morning crew, nothing competitive. Um, Seacrest Show, nothing competitive. Enrique Santos. All these guys, it's so nice to be able to go and just hang out. Because so many times when you get and they have these radio seminars, really, like I always say, it's like a big weenie swinging contest. It's like, mm-hmm. who's the coolest? Who can say that they do more? And that's why I don't like going to this stuff. Because one, I don't like being out past like 5 p.m. And two, I'm not trying to – I was put into a place anyway where people were supposed to not like me and not even as a person. But when they put us in, it was like, okay, you're now the biggest country morning show in the history of country music. I would have not liked me if I were a show because here comes this show out of nowhere and now – now I think we have a, really, a show full of really good people, but nobody knows that because they don't get to hang around us. And I think our, our listeners are the most loyal of anybody – Except for Howard Stern, who's been on the air for 30 years, mm-hmm. 40 years. I'm not sure. He's in his 60s, so close to 40, 40 years. Yeah. Like, I think we have the most loyal, awesome listeners in all of radio. And, I won't even, and I'm being honest because I'm not saying we're number one. I'm saying we're probably number two. We don't have 40 years in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, got some loyal listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but behind it – and so it, it's a crazy thing to have people not like you when they don't know you. But I get it, and so um, I liked it. I like going to these because there was there was an award show and everybody got up and was so complimentary to the other shows and 
it's really it was um, kind of an inspirational thing on Saturday. We had a brunch with a bunch of iHeartRadio shows. All those shows, Big Boy from LA, who's a legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big Boy is the one who brought hip hop radio on the West Coast to the West Coast. Because like Ed Lover and Dr. Dre on the East in New York, and Big Boy on the West. But Big Boy was in like all the movies, and like he changed the game. So Big Boy was out there too. I don't know. It was really cool. It, it was a good weekend. It was a long weekend. It was cold. It was 49 degrees. Went to California. I was like, what are we doing? Why is this in the 40s? <laughs> and so that was pretty much the weekend. I don't think I missed anything. Or if there's any, um, are there any celebrities that... Did you see Bruno Mars at all? I never saw Bruno Mars because it was at the very end, and we had to catch this flight, so we had to get to the radio station and record the one stupid segment that got on the air. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even see the performance. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. What, what did he do? He did... Uh... Wait, what did he do? He did Treasure. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. One song? Yeah. And, and Treasure. When his new hit? It, or, or, I guess Uptown Funk's not well, his. That's what we forget. Uptown Funk is a Mark Ronson song yeah, that he yeah. just put his vocals he on. He like a medley. started with Treasure and then did the new one. Yeah. Okay, so he yeah. did it. The new one, it hasn't got me yet, but it will. Yeah. Do you like... What? Let me find, hold on, pull it up. Because I, I listen... I do find myself listening to the pop station less and less now, mm-hmm. too. I'm just getting older, dude. <laughs> but it's called like that's, that's what, what I like, that's what I like yeah. right? That's what I, that's what I like, that's what right? I, like. I got a condo in Manhattan. Baby, I'm gonna like this song better. I can already tell. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us here on episode 41 of the BobbyCast. We're going to go. We're going to fill you in on the iHeart Awards. Give me some inside info on how the show really works behind the scenes. Shout out to some of my friends. Give me some celebrity stories. It's a benefit of having a studio in my house. We can just pop in and do it. Follow Mike D on Instagram and on Snapchat at Mike Destro. D-E-E-S-T-R-O. A moment, Kelsey and I, Kelsey Ballard, I get in the habit of calling these people by their first names because I know them and I have to stop doing that. One, it either comes across as pretentious, which I don't mean it to, or two, people don't know who I'm talking about because I'm only saying a first name. Kelsey Ballerini and I were there last night. We I were talking for a few minutes, and she was also like, man, it's so weird. Like, they think country people are all like, yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nobody, and we're like, yeah, it's, you know, we go and we do our thing, and we come back to our world and our people. It is. It's, I mean, it's a whole different kind of person out there. It's so fake. It is weird when it comes across on like on social stuff. People are like, oh, look, it's country. It's like you treat it very like like it's novelty almost sometimes. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, thanks for hanging. This is episode forty-one. Uh, as always, we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So uh, appreciate you being here. Hope you like the stories. And that's all. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Everybody.